What if you did work? What if you took action and made it happen and started living inside of your purpose? What if you did work? Right now you can make the choice to never listen to that negative voice no more. The hardest prison to escape is our own mind. I was trapped inside that prison all for a long time. To make it happen, you gotta take action. Just imagine what if it did work. Are you a startup or a business owner looking to collaborate with industry-leading influencers on social media? Then sign up at accessmynetwork.com and start your brand awareness campaigns or lead gen campaigns on our platform. Again, it's accessmynetwork.com. What if it did work? All right, another day, another Wednesday, another episode of my favorite podcast. What if it did work? Usually we have people that have been way down the process of being entrepreneurs, of being in sales, but I've got a special guest, a newbie. We've all been there, but I got to say, when it comes to being a newbie, when it comes to marketing, when it comes to social media, I have to tip my hat off to you. And here, let me introduce you, Rachel Gray. This CEO, founder of All Tales Wag, handmade and customized reversible pet bandanas, personalized single ingredient treat boxes, and gift boxes and group gift boxes. Well, how's it going, Rachel? I'm good. How are you? Well, I'm I'm living the dream. I'm here talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations on on being an entrepreneur. How How long has... Has this journey been for you? How long have you been in the process? Thank you. It's been maybe a year and a half. A year and a half. And you know what? I, I Like what I always tell you, besides being your biggest cheerleader, you know, you're in the process, the growth, the unknown, that feeling of, oh my gosh, am I doing the right thing? I, I've been there. I, I know you wake up, especially when it comes to marketing, you, you wake up. I, I know you you're you're a marketing machine and you go you have events and it's like lo and behold you you have this event and it's postponed it's canceled because of rain and it's like that Murphy's law right you're like oh my gosh why me right i'm i'm sure that little voice sometimes creeps in your head huh sometimes yeah so what I know you have a passion for dogs, clearly, because you wouldn't be in this business unless you, <laughs> you love dogs. Well, you know, because a lot of a lot of people though think the wrong way when it comes to business. They choose a business that they're like, okay, what can make me a lot of money? That never works because when there's bad days, and there'll be bad days. I know you've you've experienced them. Twenty years from now. You'll experience a bad day, a bad week, a bad month, a bad quarter. And you're like, you need, people need to be in something that they enjoy. That absolutely their passion. So what, what brought, what, what was that aha moment besides, because we all love pets. We all love dogs. (laughs) We're We're all either dog or cat people. And anybody that doesn't like pets, do we really need to know them? No. (laughs) So almost a year ago, so it actually hasn't. um, So the idea was my mom and I were kind of toying around with the idea 
And then Olivia's first birthday party, Olivia's my dog. Um, her first birthday party was coming up and I really wanted her and her closest friends to have matching bandanas at her first birthday party. Um, yeah, I'm one of those people that, that, uh, rents out places for my dog's birthdays, but I really wanted matching bandanas and I didn't really like anything that I saw online and I wanted something different. So my mom was like, well, you know, I used to know how to sew back in the day and let me see if I can do it. She's grown so much, uh, from the hand sewing and using tape and, and God knows what else to making bandanas that fit dogs extremely well and customizing things. And, you know, and then also it started because, you know, my mom, although like, she doesn't always like to admit it, like she does have mental health issues along with me. And, you know, once, uh, my nephew was no longer at her house because my brother moved out and everything, you know, she really didn't have a sense of purpose. So a lot of the reason why, you know, I funded this business was for her. So that way, like she could have, you know, something to do that makes her feel good and, and gives her that sense of like self-worth and accomplishment and helps with her self-esteem. Because like, I know she was struggling with like depression and feeling lonely and feeling all, all these negative feelings. So it's been cool to see, you know, some, some light in her eyes again, when she makes things. And, you know, when I tell her compliments that people say, you know, that it makes her feel good. And, um, her dog had passed her, her last dog had passed away, um, you know, prior. And since this whole business, um, I did get her dog and you just see, like, she takes pictures with him now and she makes him all these different bandanas and she takes them all these places and it's because of this business and it, it's just really cool to see that she's excited about something again and you know it's something that my mom and I can bond over because she truly didn't understand my level of dog crazy growing up my entire life but now like she truly understands like the connection that you can make and these aren't just you know bandanas these are opportunities for people to make memories with their dogs and, you know, to whether it's a, a holiday or whether it's just, you know, a Saturday going to the mall or the beach or something, you know, like it's a whole thing that you get to experience this, the same way, you know, if you had kids, the same way you get to do fun things with your kids. And then the boxes also, you know, you get to give your dog healthy single ingredient treats and fun toys. And, and it's just so cool to see all the videos of people opening, or well, I should say dogs opening the boxes and like, they just go, they get so happy, you know, and they run away with the toy and I kind of digress. Sorry. I got a little excited, but like, this is something I'm passionate about. How'd you digress? You're, you're doing <laughs> what you're supposed to be doing. You're, you're the interviewer. I mean, if, I'm, only, I'm only supposed to be doing all, all the speaking if, if I, I have all the answers. Uh, cl cl clearly, I'm, I, I might be Caesar Milan's color. That, that, that doesn't mean I'm, I'm the dog whisperer. <laughs> but but that's great that, that your mom and you had this bond because a lot of times family members, best friends, people that you, you feel are you're in your inner circle, you believe that they're going to be your, your fans, that they're going to support you. And a lot of cases, unfortunately, that's not, it's the exact opposite, but here your mom believes in you and being a parent, 
that that's an amazing feeling for her. She she wants to see you succeed. You guys are succeeding. Yes, you you guys are bonding. I believe in my heart that it's not the dogs. To be honest, uh, Rachel, I I I I want I want to tell you yes, you have an amazing product, but you could have had the cure for cancer. But if your mom didn't believe in you, she wouldn't be on board this journey. Uh, on the aboard the Rachel Gray LLC. <laughs> You're 100% right. I mean, my mom's always been my biggest cheerleader, even when I was younger. You know, she's always been so, so supportive of me on in good and bad times. Um, you know, something in my past, um, I struggled with drug and alcohol addiction, more, mostly drugs. And she was there with me through my lowest of lows, including a suicide attempt overdose and wouldn't leave my side. And, and even like when I went to treatment, you know, she was always supportive. She used to be an enabler, um, but she learned how to set boundaries and all that to support me in a healthy way. So it, it's something, you know, my mom and I have always been very close. She's always been my best friend. And through the years, it's been almost 10 years now that I've been clean. Um, she's always been there for me. You know, no matter what happens, whether I do something and I mess up or something bad happens in my life, like losing a pet or losing a boyfriend or, or whatever, she's always been my biggest cheerleader, my biggest supporter and would drop anything for me. And I, you know, I'm very, very lucky to have a mother like that, that no matter what will always be there for me and will always support me and love me. Like it's, it's truly a blessing, you know, to have someone like her. Are, are you going to make me cry? This is like a hallmark. <laughs> this is a lifetime moment right right here. Here I am 50 something episodes in. And, and you know, I, I tell people my mom's never read my book. She doesn't believe in personal development. Never listens to my podcast, watches any of my videos, not. And that that doesn't mean she's bad. That doesn't mean she doesn't support me in other ways. You know, we're human. But but your mom, yes, enabler, whatnot. Rachel, none of us are perfect. We're all flawed. I, I've told you that. And but that that was the first thing when you told me your your story and the level of commitment from your mom. There's a lot of moms too. I, I mean, we're 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 older. Well, well, we'll just say we're we're past the age of twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> their, their parents are tired, you know. That uh, your your mom could have easily been like, "Hey, Rachel," and, and still been like an amazing mom, supported you absolutely, and go, "Hey, look, I'll buy from you. <laughs> I'll I'll hit the reply. I'll share. I'll be your biggest fan, and that's it. I'm tired. I mean." I mean she gets that extra energy because she's passionate about you. We have that level of energy. We get that extra level of energy, that extra boost when we're doing something that we love. Her purpose is to see her children happy, to see you thriving. She's seen you in your valley. She, she knows what, what you've overcome. You know, and she wants to be there at your peaks. And, you know, yes, a year and a half later, but imagine you never saw how quickly you could grow a year and a half sounds like a long time, but it's not imagine where you'll be 
and your corporation two years from now? Yeah. I mean, it is, I mean, a year in the grand scheme of things, year and a half is not a lot of time. It seems like it, but it's, you know, really not when you think about it. No, it's not. 20 years for me went by quick. I, I, I never thought, you know, life goes by fast, but especially if you're, you're doing your purpose. And I see that I, I always DM you. I always say you're great. And you're further ahead of the game. Usually people, what the the woman who I, I sold uh, my businesses, she used to be a member at my gym, zero social media, crickets, and crickets. And it's like, and, and that's a woman that supposedly is an entrepreneur, a lot older than you. I, I see your stuff and I'm, I'm always complimenting. And even if I wasn't a pet person, I grew up with pets. It's very entertaining. Your, <laughs> Thank you. Your, your 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 stuff and and your message resonates because you do have bandanas with with social issues as well. You know, it, it's not just you know that what what you want to do is you want to be an entrepreneur, but you also have a message a message of hope that you want to spread out there. Absolutely. Um, this newest uh, collection, the Your Life Matters one, is something that's really, really personal to me. Um, well, I lost somebody that was really close to me, and it, it it was really hard. It's not the first time it's happened, but you know, it's a combination of him plus others, and you know, other trauma and losing, you know, pets and and all that, and you know, my first reaction, like, you know, as I mentioned, I'm in recovery from drug addiction, but, but, you know, people that are drug addicts, I would say not, I don't even know what the percentage is, but it's a high percentage have mental health issues. And, you know, we turn to drugs or alcohol or, or whatever, you know, there are plenty of other outlets such as, you know, cutting or, or gambling addictions and all that. But most of it stems from having uh, mental health issues and we don't know healthy coping skills. So for me personally, you know, I struggle with anxiety and depression and, you know, there would be times like I, I wouldn't leave my room for extended periods of time. And I bring all this up because, you know, when my friend passed away recently from a, a drug overdose, you know, I wanted to be really sad and I didn't want to get out of bed and, and certain things. And, and I was, you know, upset, but first, you know, having my dogs, I don't really have that luxury of, uh, staying in bed. Um, think I'm so, so grateful, even when like, I don't want to do anything and I want to be, it's not that I want to be depressed, but when I'm feeling really depressed, my dogs literally make me get out of bed. They will come and they will smack me and they will jump on me and kiss me and do all of that. And so I have to get out of bed. But like, again, the purpose of me telling all this is because this bandana I wanted to do something positive with my pain and I wanted to be able to use their coping skills instead of lashing out, staying in bed or canceling plans or, you know, any of those negative things that I used to do. So I spoke to my mom and I said, Hey, can we come up with something that's positive? And we found the bandana and the fabric that has a lot of, um, 
drug references on it, like like um, users or losers, and um, I forgot what the other ones are. But it's all about you know not using drugs. And then on the other side, it says your life matters, and you really have no idea what a dog wearing a bandana can do for somebody's life. You know, I know when I'm struggling in like my darkest moments, I would have glimpses of hope and I would see something positive or someone would be nice to me or make me smile. And like for that moment, it felt matter. And like for that moment, I'm in my own crap of feeling depressed, suicidal because for that split second, it was nice to me. And this person could be a dog coming up and kissing you. Um, I know somebody that bought the bandana actually works at a mental health facility and brings her dogs with her to work. So it's super, super cool that, you know, this dog who usually brings so much happiness to the clients is now bringing happiness with like a really positive message. And you really have no idea what that could do for somebody's day or, or for their life. Like it, something as simple as that can make the difference of whether somebody goes in and kills themselves that night or whether they live another day. And I know it's like really vulgar, but, you know, I, I see it all the time. And, you know, someone who's lived the life that I have of mental health issues and addiction, you know, unfortunately I see it. But I also know sometimes the littlest things can make the difference of you deciding to get help for your addiction, for you, you know, not going and hanging yourself that night. And it, it, like, you know, people say all the time, you don't know, you know, one small act of kindness. So I really decided that instead of doing negative things and, and doing things that would not benefit me in the future and may hurt me, you know, let me, let me spread some positivity. And, and it's really, it's really helped me get through the pain. And, you know, it's not, again, just the pain of, of this one friend. You know, it's the pain of losing him, the pain of losing another boyfriend to a heroin overdose. It's the pain of, you know, my, my dog drowning in my pool and, and, you know, so many different traumas. And, and, you know, one thing about me is I'm very raw and I'm very honest about things. And, and I, I want to be, because I feel like hopefully there's someone out there listening that's like, wow, I can relate to this and, and I'm not alone today. You know, there's someone out there that gets me. And that was the whole purpose behind it. We all get you, woman. You, <laughs> I, I know at times you probably feel that you, people that get addicted, not only to drugs or to alcohol, because you could get addicted to so many different things. It's not like one day they do it and like, oh, you know, let me get addicted to it. People use things, use vices to hide the pain. It's no different For than sure. popping Tylenol. That's what, what people don't realize. Like, you know, when they, you see those shows, but all oh, this intervention, it's you can try to shame somebody, but it's not the root of the cause. Nobody's like, and trust me, I've, you, I I've, was borderline all the above. So I know. And I had that pain and it's to, it's, it's to take away the pain, mm -hmm. the pain of being unworthy, the pain, the trauma, trauma that is never healed from childhood, from stuff of feeling not worthy, not good enough. Mm -hmm. that, that is why people use, and that's the number one thing that pe others that love to judge 
It's like, hey, it has nothing to do. It's not, they don't need crime, the crime dog, Fred McGraw for the D.A.R.E. program. People do it as an outlet. It's no different. People are addicted in plenty of other things to escape their pain, to escape reality. And that's why, you know, when I talk to you, you, you can tell I never judge you because, one, I'm not a judgy guy. That's a douchey move. But, but two, that's your past. Let's, let's focus on your present. You know? Absolutely. We've, we've all been there. Uh, trust me, we all have trauma. A lot of times we keep on going back to old patterns. That's why people keep on relapsing after, mm-hmm. the, whether it's AA, it's not the meetings. If you don't fix what's bothering you, you know, it's like putting a Band-Aid on and you have like a 12-inch cut. It's not going to do the trick. Yeah, and it applies to other things. I mean, I was thinking about people, you know, that start diets because they want to lose weight. And, you know, they they go back to, you know, eating a whole bunch of bad foods and, and hurting themselves and, and things like that. And you know, it doesn't have to be drugs. People can no. use food or anything else to help hide the pain. Yes. Um, emotional eating is, it, okay, people that eat, eat like that, it's no different than shooting heroin. No different than popping sure. zannies. No different than snorting. No different than doing anything. The emotional eating is, hey, let's celebrate because they're getting that high. Uh-huh. Or, oh my gosh, I feel unworthy. The reason why people quit on their diet, the, the reason why they quit on their health plan, and even with the doctor saying you need to do this or else you're going to die, it's the simple fact that that voice inside their head says you're unworthy. It's that self-destructive uh-huh. patterns. Self-destructive behavior is coming from a place, this isn't for me. I'm not good enough. Absolutely. And, 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 you know, as society, not, we're all so flawed and everybody wants to have these images. That's why we all love filters, because we all love to lie. <laughs> My you know? dogs have filters. Don't judge them, okay? <laughs> that, that, hey, they're, they're great models. I, I, I that. But, but, you know, that, that's, that's why it's crazy that we, we pretend. But then when we find Absolutely. someone that we, we, we try to shame them to get better. That doesn't help. But when the person finally heals themselves, we love the redemption story. And I love your redemption story. And, and that's why I, I tell you, I'm like, because I know, I know you're like, I did post about my, my story. I'm like, well, you didn't post enough. People love the Rocky stories. People love it. You know why, Rachel? Because they're too afraid to do the work, but you've done the work. Thank you. That's why I tell you I'm your cheerleader. That's why that's why I'm like, don't be afraid to post. If I have to read, if I have to go to the grocery store and buy Dave's bread because Dave went to prison, he learned how to make an amazing bread full of protein. <laughs> you know, it's because of that. The, yeah. I, and that's why I tell you to post about it. Yeah, I mean, I think about, you know, 
know when I first got clean and what kept me going was my dog. My very first dog, Sasha, is really, you know, what kept me going and staying clean and not leaving treatment and, and going and using. So, you know, dogs have always, always, always been an important part of my life. It's just now it's on a different scale because now I have so much appreciation. You know, before it was just this is, you know, I have a dog. But after everything that I've gone through and continue to go through, that my dogs love me unconditionally and they're always, always there for me. You know, I, I think of things that what can I do to, you know, actually savor the time with them? What can I do to make positive memories with them? And, you know, and that's the whole thing again about like the business, you know, it's how could you have like some type of quality time with the boxes and by giving your dogs single ingredient treats that you know are not bad for them or, or fun toys. And, you know, I'm definitely guilty of, you know, going crazy with, with toys and treats and everything for my dogs, but I, it's on a a different level now. I I see like the relationship that Olivia and Lincoln have with each other and, and how they're best friends and they're inseparable. And I'll just sit there and watch them and, and just smile. And, you know, and, and the crazy thing is because I have had dogs that would fight to kill, but, um, you know, there are some times that like my heart stops for a second because I'm like, are they going to fight? And then I have to remind myself, like, these aren't the same dogs. So, you know, these dogs have done so much for me, for my mental health. They've helped me get past a lot of traumas and work through a lot of issues and continue to do so, you know, on the days that I'm struggling. So, that's why they're, they're, you know, just so, so important to me. And I know that I'm not alone in that. I know that dogs help people get through whatever situation they're in, whether it's a mental health issue, whether they're struggling with some physical ailment, whether it's, you know, some type of service dog or like a, a kid that is really antisocial. I, I don't know if that's a proper terminology, but someone that doesn't feel comfortable speaking to other people they can practice with their dog. And that's why like, they're just so, so close to my heart and so important for me. And like, I want people to have as close of a bond as possible with their best friend. It's dogs, unconditional love, unconditional support, unconditional caring. But my question to you, Rachel, is the same question I would ask Anybody and everybody in this situation, have you found that unconditional love for yourself? No, it's work still work in progress. Okay. I mean, it's, it takes time. And I mean, at, at sometimes, you know, I love myself more than other times, um, but it, it's still a work in progress and I'm continuing to work on myself and, and grow stronger and, and like myself and love myself more every day. Um, that's the, honest, raw truth. I mean, I'm, you know, back in CrossFit again, it's been a couple of months now, but that's like part of self-care and that's part of working more to loving myself and also, um, helping with the mental health issues by releasing the endorphins and just so many other things that I'm doing, um, to work on loving myself even more and unconditionally. Well, I know you're a work in progress. That's why I I always, compliment you when I see you I DM you because what people don't understand is it goes a lot further being kind 
Just ask for the sure. So when, when people tell you that I, I, I'm, I'm the greeter or whatever at, at our gym, just because who doesn't want to feel welcomed? Who doesn't want to actually feel like they matter? We all matter. I know you matter. Thank you. The, the one thing, though, that I'm going to have to get, get on you, and I, I had this mistake for many years, was you have to be a walking billboard. I, I had a private out of you on the, I, I think it was like when we friend, when you friended me on Facebook, I didn't know you're an entrepreneur. You, everybody needs to know, Rachel, what you do. And uh, this this was the voice inside my head. Here, I'll, I'll tell everybody. I don't, don't want to be. I don't want to be too pushy, you know. Or I don't want people to think I'm desperate. I don't want to be too salesy, you know. If, if they'll ask, they'll they'll find out on their own. And that's that's such BS. Everybody's selling something, Rachel. We're selling each other friendship. You're, you know, always make sure. People know you have a business, you have pet gift boxes, which are pretty epic. You have amazing bandanas because it's not our job in public to know what you do. It's your job to inform us. Yeah, it's a struggle. I'm very introverted. I mean, unless there are dogs involved, if there are dogs involved, I'll talk all day. (laughs) But other than that, I, you know, I am pretty introverted. So it's something, you know, definitely a work in progress. But the cool thing about it is that my mom likes to talk to everyone about everything. So um, at least we got that part handled with her. Well, that, but I, that's I mean, awesome. Yeah. I do that. understand what you're saying. And, and it's something that doesn't come naturally to me. And it's something that, you know, I don't really talk about too often. Um but I, I mean, I do, I do see where we're coming from. I just got to get out of my comfort zone and, and talk to more people. And, um, yeah. <laughs> hey, trust me. I know I, I was socially inept, socially awkward. That word that you used earlier, whatever word you want to say, introvert, complete, like, and all the way through until my, my twenties. So I get it. Trust me. And and I, I also gravitate towards introverts because I get it. I was there. I'm an introvert. You don't grow out of it. It's just an exercise. You, you just slowly get past your comfort zone. Uh, I'm I'm never going to be the life of the party if somebody, you know. There there's times that you know, I'm exhausted playing an extrovert, and I'll be quiet and people are like, oh, that guy, that guy's such a dick. He's not, even, <laughs> he's not even talking and it, it, i get it and you'll, you'll see because you'll get out of that shell but we're all we, we are who we are no it is it's very true i mean you're i think about it i went to a show with my mom like the first time and she was talking to everyone and going out and i'm like behind the table except for when dogs came i would go and pet them And I was like a little embarrassed because I'm like, mom, like stop going out and talking to everyone. And she was like, you have to, like, you really have to go do this. Like people aren't going to just walk up to you. 
And like, I saw the difference. So we're definitely a team. I'm the one that pets the dogs and talks all about the dogs. And and then she talks to the people. So it works out pretty well. And you know, I get my fix of meeting all these amazing dogs and getting kissed by them and getting loved by them. And, and then I'll talk to the owners about the dogs, but, um, she's definitely a lot better at talking to people about, she talks to like the people in line at the grocery store and I'm like mortified. I'm like, mom, like, I just want to get my stuff and leave. Like, why do you have to have all these conversations? So I'm not, it's not something that like comes naturally, except now, if we're in Publix and I see a dog, I'm going to run up to that dog. And I, I'm really not going to talk to the owner too much, but I'm going to talk. Well, I asked the owner if I could pet the dog, but um, I'm just going to go pet the dog. And, <laughs> and then she's going to talk to them about the weather and God knows what else. <laughs> well, now if only we could get the dogs to either have a PayPal, Venmo, or credit <laughs> cards, you'll be all set. <laughs> That's actually a good business idea. I like it. They should get allowances. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You know, just, just an assignment and and trust me, I've, I've, like I said, I'm always an introvert. I know it doesn't seem that way when you see me talking to everybody and at the gym or whatnot, but just go be, do, be like your mom. And yes, it's going to be a killer. And and what like what usually happens is you run into that one dick or that one douchey <laughs> chick that's going to be like mean, but that's that's not Rachel. If somebody's mean to you, somebody rejects you, somebody doesn't want to buy from you or your product. That's not saying, "Hey, Rachel, Rachel, you suck." That's all on them. No, is just a temporary thing. It's it's. A, it's a two-letter word. It just means not at this moment. You know, I, I'm all cashed out. I, I I bought 50 bandanas from an inferior company last week. No just means right now, hey, let these inferior bandanas crumble on, on my loving dog, and then I'll get back to you. That that's that's the one thing I want to tell you as an introvert. But don't be afraid to talk to people. Uh, strangers are just friends you haven't met yet. It's a good way to look at it. You joined our gym, right? Yeah. We all talked to you, right? Yeah. It was very welcoming. Well, there you go. And, you know, it's what it is. And and you also want to be in an environment with like-minded people. And, Trust me, nobody's going to be mean to you if they have a dog because people are less stressed. By the, these are scientific facts. Uh, having a pet, especially a dog, you live longer. Your blood pressure is lower. You're, you're, you're more social. You're, you just live a happier life. So yeah, always pitch hey, at, at Publix, oh, you, your dog looks naked. I do know something that would make your dog look way better. <laughs> you see, you're laughing because, you know, I, I, I would be like your mom. I, I, I would pitch to, to, to everybody and anybody, you know, especially if I see him having a dog. I'm like, hey, guess what? When's, when, is your dog a Leo? Oh, really? Well, that means 
he or she's birthdays like just happened or it's going to happen. I think an amazing pet box is just the thing because your dog's not just an average dog. Your dog's exceptional. Your dog loves you unconditionally. And what better way of showing that unconditional love than buying a pet box for your dog? He or she will love you. It's very true. Look at that. <laughs> I mean, it's a good pitch, but not only is it a good pitch, like it's valid and it's, you know, it's very, very true. I would 100% buy a box right now. <laughs> but, but you see, selling, Rachel, is connecting. And, and you, you have great energy. I, 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 I'm all about the vibrations. I'm all about the energy. People will buy from you. If you tell them what you do, because ultimately you are a cool person, you're a great person and you have to get past that. If, if you, if you had a hundred percent success rate, you would be better than McDonald's. You'd be better than <laughs> the world. You'd be better than Apple. In fact, Rachel, I would hire you to be my publicist to go out <laughs> there and, and, and hire me on like the biggest stages. It just doesn't happen if they don't, don't worry about it. It's life is a numbers game. Absolutely. A, a s- selling is connecting. You know, once we get to know you and, and you're very, you can be talkative because you, you're at ease, just be the at ease, Rachel, that people will buy from you once they know who you are, once they know your story, once they know that you're cool. And heck, a family business to boot? Holy smokes. <laughs> I mean, people would rather support you than a big box, a big corporation. What's PetSmart going to do for me? And that's the thing, you know, that's really the difference right there. You know, like there are large companies that make boxes, but every dog gets exactly the same thing. And it doesn't matter, you know, if, if you like certain things, I know like my mom made this amazing. So there's this dog and she wanted to like, look like a unicorn. So my mom made her the most beautiful unicorn bandana and put like unicorn toys and like doggy nail polish and like other things that were unicorn related. And it was the coolest thing. Like this woman still talks about that box. But of course, like that's not going to go for everyone. You know, there are some people that are obsessed with sports or some people that are obsessed with, you know, the ocean or, or whatever. And not only are the boxes curated for allergies and um, treat preferences and all the treats are going to be single ingredients. So even if your dog has allergies, so they will be like fish or um, turkey or, or liver or something like that. So you don't have to worry about all those nasty byproducts and stuff that are probably going to cause cancer later on if it doesn't, you know, hurt your dog sooner. Um, and it, like, that's the reality of all these, uh, treats with a bunch of garbage in it. But besides that, you know, every single box is different. Um, you know, there may be maybe one similar item or something, if it's like a holiday, you know, maybe with Halloween, people may get like the same or similar type of bandana, but like the toys and and other things are specifically chosen for the individual because everyone fills out a questionnaire, whether, 
you're doing a subscription box and with the boxes you can choose, you know, monthly, bi-monthly, quarterly, or you're doing a gift box. Um, for the gift boxes, you can choose the reason everything from like a birthday box to just because to the secret waffle club and, and so many in between. And then now there's also one more option of a group gift box, which is when uh, multiple people want to contribute to a gift. So the organizer, you know, answers the questionnaire about the dog and their preferences. And um, then other people can contribute. And depending on how many people contribute depends on, you know, the size and the amount of things in the box. But all of them are the same. You know, it's, it's not going to be, you know, if you order a box and, and Sally orders the box, like you and Sally are not getting the same box. And that's the difference. Because all the major, you know, box companies and, and corporations, um, I, the treats are, are not going to be single ingredient, but the boxes are 100% not going to be individualized for you and your dog. And like, that's what makes it different. And, you know, my mom sews everything um, from bandanas to bows to bow ties, sailor bows, all of that. And it's so cute. She has this like little notebook for people that order. And, um, she keeps track of their sizes. So like, even though the website has certain sizes, maybe your dog's in between a size. So if you order and you mention that she puts it down in the notebook and every time you order, she makes sure that your bandana fits perfectly because she knows the exact size of your dog. And that's not something you're going to get from, you know, a large company. They're just going to be like, well, the ties are here or the snaps are here and, and you get what you got. But she really takes a lot of pride in, making sure everything, everything fits. And, you know, she started curving the necks of the bandanas. So they fit much better. Um, they're not as long and, you know, she really, really appreciates. And, and I appreciate everyone's feedback to get to this level of the quality of the bandanas. And, and it's cool too, because, you know, she's, we're getting like fabric from like little mom and pop stores. So, you know, we're also supporting smaller companies there with these mom and pop fabric stores your instagram account for all tales wag it's just awesome i mean i i stalk it just because i i love dogs i i love the videos you you post all the time which on a consistent basis you do you do stories well and you show different dogs you show the products you have a nice blend um is, is this something that you're just very good at, or did it take a while or did, did you have to learn or did you take a course or anything like that? Thank you. Um, no, we didn't take any courses or anything. I mean, I just, if you looked at my camera roll in the history of since I've had a phone, it's always been filled with dog pictures and dog videos. So it's just something that I've always done my entire life, which is why when I get a new phone, I have to get the one with the biggest memory and extra storage because I may take a lot of pictures and videos of my dogs and other people's dogs. And it's just something that I do. So a lot of the content is, um, you know, just stuff that I do all the time anyway. And, you know, with my dogs specifically, Olivia and Lincoln, I knew from the day that I, I got them that I wanted them to be dressed up because it's just something I've always done. So I practiced with them, um, you know, from the day that they got home, I started putting, you know, costumes and bandanas and stuff on them. 
So they're very, very good at posing for pictures and staying. I mean, they do get handsomely rewarded, so they don't work for free. Um, they get lots and lots of treats and balls and love, but they're, you know, they, they're just really good at it. So it's really cool. And because the bandanas are reversible, you know, having two dogs to model is helpful because one can wear each side. Um, my mom's dog Jackson is still a puppy. He's gotten a lot better than he used to be. Um, but that's why a lot of times it's my dogs because they're just, they're really good. I can take the leash off of them and know that they're going to stay and pose for pictures. But, you know, it's also super cool that so many people have embraced the brand and, you know, want to take pictures and send them, you know, we always love featuring all different kinds of dogs. Like I, oh my gosh, I've met the cutest dogs online. It's the most amazing thing. And then of course, like in person, you know, and I just, I love dogs. So it, it makes me super, super happy. Well, clearly you love dogs. You, you prefer to, <laughs> you, you, you prefer to pitch and try to sell to the, to the dog and the owner. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should start a movement where dogs have to, you know, carry their own form of payment. They should start, you know, paying their own way. I'm tired of my dogs, you know, living rent free. <laughs> or, or, you know, at, at least you can um, declare them on your taxes. That, yeah. Yeah, that would be great. Oh my gosh. I, yeah, that would be the best thing ever. Cause God knows how much money I spend on them. <laughs> I, I, and I know I'm not alone. Hey, that, that well, I'll, I'll go right to the IRS since they're, they're hiring all these <laughs> new agents and <laughs> see if we could get, if we could declare your dogs and declare all dogs. because They are, they are part of the family. For now, sure. But, but that goes to show you just, Every time I talk to you, whether it's at the gym now, you just light up and well, and that's because you found your purpose. You found you're doing something that you want to do. So many people just do the opposite and like, oh, well, let me just try to find something that I can make a lot of money. And unfortunately, that that's that's a horrible one existence. And two, when when you are going through the grind, going through the valley, it, it makes it even, I mean, those people usually don't survive while you, you're just living your best life and you're loving, loving, living life with your passion, dogs, making them look better. Yeah. Dogs and my mom, you know, it's something that I, I think about on, on a regular basis, you know, and just, you know, I, not, I mean, she's, she's a little older, you know, and it's something that I think about is the fact that like, I've been able to do this with her and, you know, and I just see the difference, like it makes for her and she like, she gets so excited about it now. And that makes me genuinely happy that even if nothing ever happens, you know, in regards to the business becoming super, super successful, just the fact that I've been able to create these memories with my mom, create them with my dogs and with, you know, her dog and, you know, just do cool things. I mean, my mom and I plan to go places and do photo shoots with, you know, her dog and my dogs. So that's something that without this, we probably wouldn't get it wrong. I, you know, I wouldn't take pictures of my dogs. I wouldn't really plan to well, Rachel, the, the the thing with success is 
you you are successful. Success will never be defined by the size of someone's wallet, the size of their bank account. Ultimately, two things, freedom. Do you have freedom? Somewhat. I mean, you create your own schedule. You're, you're loving it. You have a business with your, your mother. You guys are creating memories. Yeah, you have a little bit of stress. Who doesn't? So, hey, whether you're, you're making $10 million in sales or what you're making currently, to me, you're, you're the definition. You're living success. Thank you. And so I got to ask you, I didn't ask you yesterday, did you guys grow up like your family, like in a household of pets or was this later on in life or? I have always had dogs and several different animals growing up. Um, We had um, snakes and we had dogs and we had um hamsters and and things like that but you know as soon as I was old enough to get my own place well I had my first dog um when I was 20 so when I moved out I I had already moved out of my, my parents house but um I got my first dog then and what's so funny is okay so it's a treatment living in a halfway house for a year um you know that's something that was suggested to me, like to build the foundation um, to be able to stay clean for the rest of my life. So the day that I got my own apartment after uh, moving out of my halfway house, I, I still had my dog Sasha, and I didn't even have the apartment unpacked. <clears throat> I went to the Humane Society and got another dog and brought another dog home, like immediately. So you know that's where my priorities are and and will always be. And then I was like, well, you know, I, I'm like, well, yeah, there are so many dogs out there that need love. So I might as well just adopt another one and another one. So here it is uh, living in an apartment uh, with four dogs. And I was really happy, you know, at that time in my life with having four dogs. And and it was cool. They went to the dog park all the time. And, and you know, they had a really full life. So, yes, I've always been a, a dog person. Well, that's good. And, hey, and like I said, you are successful. There's no no, no need to say, well, when I, I hit success. And also, hey, congratulations on, on 10 years of sobriety. Thank you. Like what, what I, I know I've DM'd you before, you know, every day, new day. New day to do Absolutely. great things. So absolutely. what's the best way? I, I, I mean, I, I social media stalk you, but what, what's the best way to, to find out all about all tales when? So I know you've mentioned Instagram a lot. I mean, we do have a lot of pictures, a lot of videos. Our Instagram is all underscore tales underscore wag, or you could just go to alltaleswag.com. No, I, I didn't even know you had a website, you see? <laughs> the website is right there on the Instagram profile. You could just click on it. And and then you're you're big into, I mean, I well, I've never been in the world of 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 all these events, but 
you're you're quite you go to like showcase after showcase after all these shows and events for dogs all over Broward County. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so cool to meet, you know, so many people that are just as obsessed over their dogs as I am. You know, it makes me feel normal. <laughs> it's funny. Like I think about some of the people that I talk to about what I think is is crazy um, and certain things that I do. And, and they're like, nope, we do the same thing. And like, it makes me feel good because like I found my people. <laughs> well, you know what? Whenever, what's the definition of crazy? I, I couldn't tell you what difference between crazy i think we're all all a little you know tilted all a little i agree stupid. but hey you know what whenever somebody tells me that they're sane those those are usually the people you want to <laughs> avoid <laughs> yeah <clears throat> i remember in treatment something that resonated with me the therapist said that normal is a setting on a washing machine and it's like that's really true <laughs> like what that that's so true Exactly. I mean, hey, we're we're all broken. We all have trauma. We all have emotional wounds. But, you know, there's two things. Either we can live in our past, our history or her story, or, you know, just use it to inspire, use it to motivate. And you 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 use it to inspire. You use it to motivate people because yes, you you fell down. We've all fallen. You've gotten up. And hey, it's a process, but you're doing an amazing job. Thank you. You know, I I can talk to you on and on and on and on because we're like-minded people. We're entrepreneurs. But I know you have a fully packed schedule. You always do. So is there any last thoughts, any words that you want to say to anybody that's going through it, going through recovery? that need to go through recovery, that, that any parting words, any message that you would love to tell anybody? You're worth it. You know, I know that it may not seem like it at the moment and it may seem like there's no solution or no way out, but, you know, coming from somebody that's made it through to the other side, you know, life does get better. If I were to even imagine my life now back then, I couldn't. You know, I, I envisioned, well, I, I didn't really see a future, um, but even if for the short glimpse I did, it's not anything like it is now. You know, I thought that I would always hate myself. I thought that I would be alone and have no friends or no purpose or, you know, no self-love. And I was just miserable and I didn't see a reason to live. So, you know, and now I do. It's it's really cool if you just give yourself a chance and, and accept the help. And, you know, the worst thing about it, like the worst thing that could happen is drugs are always out there. You know, they're not going anywhere. But like if you just give yourself a chance and give yourself an opportunity to, to get clean and be happy like you will. And if not, I mean, like I said, the drugs aren't going anywhere. So why not? You know, what do you have to lose? You have nothing to lose and really should just give yourself a shot for a better life. And um, a better life with dogs because <laughs> they really make a difference and they really do help you and, um, you know, help with mental illness and just just your overall sense of happiness. You know, when when you have that bond with somebody uh, with unconditional love, you know, and then the other thing, too, and I know I mentioned it is that 
they require you to get up. They require you to be active and, and to do certain things that you may not just do yourself. So, you know, as long as, as you're in the, a situation that's safe for a dog, get yourself a dog, you know, and, and it, it'll make you feel better, you know, by doing something for somebody else, you know, that helps build your value and your self-esteem and your self-worth by, by doing something. Amen. And like what Rachel says, get a dog. Have to get, get a dog. There's get patty. another one. <laughs> get, okay, you have two dogs. <laughs> what better way to separate them from all the masses? All dogs are cute. All dogs are exceptional. But if you buy products from All Tails Wag, let me tell you, they're going to go. They're, they're going to look rather fantabulous, rather dapper. They're going to be the life of the dog park. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also. Rachel, once you changed your focus, once you realized that you were worthy, once you realized that you are enough and you focused on the light, look at that. You've got friends, you've, you've got fans, you've got cheerleaders, you've got a lot of people. But more importantly, you realize all you need is yourself. You, you love yourself. Your mom loves you. We're all my fans. My dogs of you. love me. <laughs> your dogs love your dogs love you unconditionally. You know whether you, <laughs> you you have a great sale or you have a day that you know a forgettable day. They're always there, and Absolutely. I'm proud of you. I, I I I tell you all the time, you are a rock star because you are a rock star. Thank you, and you just you know hit the nail on the head. You know, with changing your mind shift. Uh, you know, in your focus, your mindset, and your focus, because that's, that's really, it is focusing on things to be grateful for and things to appreciate. And that's, you know, a, I guess the one piece of advice. Exactly. And there's no need to, to beat ourselves up over the past. The, the, the past is just there. We learn from it. And as long as we learn from it, then it was, it was a lesson. Now, if we keep on repeating the same thing over and over, <laughs> then yeah, that, that's insane. So yeah, I, I I don't I've never focused on your past because all I see is you're doing great and I see a very bright future. So everybody go to alltaleswag.com, go to the Instagram, follow her, watch her stuff, great stuff. Not only it's not not only social media stock, but make a purchase. All right, Rachel. Love you. Thank you. Love you too. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Are you a startup or a business owner looking to collaborate with industry-leading influencers on social media? Then sign up at accessmynetwork.com and start your brand awareness campaigns or lead gen campaigns on our platform. Again, it's accessmynetwork.com. I never told no one that. My whole life I've been holding back Every time I load my gun up So I can shoot for the stars I hear a voice like Who do you think you are? Negative thoughts come to mind When I start thinking bold Like why you chasing dreams? Aren't you getting kind of old? I knew I needed help I had no self-confidence Didn't believe in myself I tried not to feel or listen to my intuition To start a business But before I even started I feel like it's finished You got a vision 
And let me say, I don't care if they're your blood, got the same DNA. They can't feel how you feel, they can't see what you see. Wanna change your life, you gotta change the way you think. The thoughts in your mind is the boss of your life. Nothing but good vibes, every day I'm thinking like, what if it did work? What if you took action and made it happen and started living inside of your purpose? What if it did work? Right now you can make the choice to never listen to that negative voice no more. The hardest prison to escape is our own mind. I was trapped inside that prison all for a long time. To make it happen, you gotta take action. Just imagine what if it did work.